At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Always follow the money. money. That's what I always say. Always follow the money. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. All right, the superstars are out today, day after Thanksgiving. Backup quarterbacks in Matt Humans and Sean King. <laughs> Hour number two here on Follow the Money. How about this VSIN Black Friday offer? Does this look good or what, Sean? You don't have to wait until after Turkey Day to score a Black Friday deal with VSIN. New VSIN Pro annual subscribers get a $30 credit to the VSIN store. With VSIN Pro Access, you get a daily recap of the top plays made by VSIN show host and guest. And uh, a lot more here in addition to that VSIN store offer. It's a limited Black Friday time, uh, Black Friday offer. Sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift, a limited time offer, vsin.com slash subscribe. Do we have a Sean King shirt in the VSIN store? We don't. And here's what's interesting, Matt. Now, my wife has, so she's an extension of me. I'm an extension of her. But I've never actually <laughs> bought anything myself. On Black Friday, but I kind of like the cash and tickets is what it's all about with the iconic Brent Musburger mm-hmm. head. I may actually make a purchase today for the first time really? in 45 trips around this sun on Black Friday. You're not going to do that. <laughs> I'm for real. You think they got 3X? Uh, you're not going to do it. No, I don't think so. <laughs> well, I'm going to look. I, I, if they have 3X and a T, I'm going to get a T. I wear 3X, T, and a lot of things too, man. It's so, so hard to find those. I know, especially man. online. Like, everything you like, like, it has yeah. 3X's blanked out. Right. Same thing when I wear 13 and a half, 14 shoes, the yeah. same way. 
Got to go to Big and Tall. Yeah. Huh? Or that overpriced, uh, that place uh, that sells the beer clothes. <laughs> Can't think of the name of it. They're not a sponsor, so I'm not going to give them any love. No, I'm not going to give them any love. They, they got to pay for shout-outs. Yes, I go. Yeah. Uh, how about Bears-Jets? Let's start quarterbacks. Justin Fields had a uh, shoulder issue last week uh, late in the game against the uh, Falcons. Fields has been a dynamic playmaker as a runner. Bears right now, six-point dogs at the Jets, who are going to go with Mike White, not Zach Wilson. And uh, I think that's the right move here by Robert Sala and the Jets. Break it down for us, uh, Sean King, how, how you handicap this game with uh, so much uncertainty at the quarterback position between the Bears and the Jets. Well, I'll say this. Low-key, Robert Salah has done an outstanding job, mm-hmm. and I'm drawing a blank. Is it Lombardi? Who's the uh, general general manager there for the Jets? Joe Douglas. Joe Douglas. They've done a great job from roster management. Mm-hmm. They just so happen it doesn't seem to have gotten the quarterback position right. But you look around this roster, especially with the healthy Brees Hall, who we know is out for the year. He was looking tremendous, like he was rookie of the year yeah, okay. candidate, but – They've got some really good young players. Uh, I think for years, Texans fans are going to be unbelievably upset that they passed on Sauce Gardner because he looks like one of those transcendent, like, generational talents at corner. All they need is average quarterback play. You know, so Mike White has kind of been elite and terrible. He came in, they had the big upset last year versus the Bengals where, you know, he went off. But then after that, he turned the ball over. So, you know, my advice – to Mike White, you don't have to do any 180-degree dunks. Just hit all your layups. You know, that's why really Zach Wilson's not the quarterback of the Jets. He missed too many layups. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that he couldn't cross you over, and I know I'm making basketball analogies, but a lot of non-basketball players can get in the layup line and go make layups, and that's all Mike White really has to do. When the guy's open, hit him. When nothing's there, throw the ball away. Try not to throw the ball to the team with the other color jerseys on, and I think the Jets got a chance to at least be in contention for the sixth or seventh playoff spot, you know, three, four weeks from now. Jets are in a pretty good spot right now, even after the loss to the Patriots a week ago. And, Sean, I was lucky uh, yesterday with the Giants plus 10 to get in the back door against the Cowboys. I was unlucky a week ago. I played the Jets plus three and a half against the Patriots. It's a 3-3 game, basically the last play of the game. Seven seconds. (laughs) That was brutal. Okay, so I'm going to ask you this. With five seconds to go, Marcus Jones has an 84-yard punt return, basically a walk-off punt return to win a game. Why don't you punt the ball out of bounds, first of all? And as was Zach Wilson as bad as the numbers indicated in that game? Nine for 22, 77 yards passing. He took four sacks. Yeah, and I always, I bring up my, my the best football coach I've ever been around, Tony Dungeon. He used to say. Matt, championship teams do the ordinary things in an extraordinary way mm-hmm. all the time. And this is a situation where if the punter just does what he ordinarily should do but executed at an extraordinary level, then guess what? That game's in overtime. And, and who knows what happens. And maybe Zach Wilson doesn't get asked. <laughs> does he shoulder some blame and responsibility you know, for today's loss? So it, it really altered and changed the trajectory of this Jets team. As far as wagering on this game, I think we have to wait a little closer to kick just to find out the status of Justin Fields. Uh, I don't think he's going to play, but to be 100% sure, I think you have to wait. Because without Justin Fields, I mean, he's been outstanding ever since the Patriots game. I think that was Monday Night Football uh, where he 
kind of exploded onto the scene. Yeah, Yeah. so. That was week. Yeah. Can't remember about what four weeks was, ago, if I'm not mistaken. Week seven, something like that. Where I mean, he's been rushing for 100-plus yards every week. I mean, he's been their offense. Without him, I mean, I know six seems like a big number for the Jets, but I just don't know how Chicago, you know, generates any offense. So if Fields is not playing, I'm probably taking the Jets in this game. If Fields is playing, probably will live bet it and, and see is that shoulder really healthy. 33-14 to 14 win for the Bears at New England. That was a stunner to me. Bill Belichick had no answers. Uh, for, uh, when you look at Zach Wilson a week ago, 22 pass attempts. He took 33 yards in sacks. They netted 44 yards on 22 pass attempts. That's terrible. And he said, no, didn't let the defense down. He was tone deaf. You have to shoulder some responsibility. You have to be accountable if you're going to be a leader of a team. You do. He failed miserably in that aspect. And, and listen, I've, I was always taught, man, as the quarterback, you get so much credit that right. you probably don't deserve like when you're successful it's because everything around you generally is doing its job you have to be willing to take some blame even if deep down inside you feel like you're not the sole person responsible he very easily could have said you know what i'm not playing good enough i have to get better i'm going directly to the facility to try and get these things ironed out and fixed and guess what he will be getting his name announced this week as a starting quarterback Mm -hmm. versus the bears do you like the Jets better with uh, Mike White at quarterback this week? Uh, kind of yet to be determined. Uh, I do think for the short term, yes, because I think anybody other than Zach is going to create like some different energy. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, is it sustainable? We'll find out. Mike White's a kid that I've known for a long time. Matt, I'm from St. Petersburg, Florida. He went to Tampa Jesuit. He played at University of South Florida, which is there in Tampa before he went to Western Kentucky. So. I'm pulling for the hometown kid to do well. A great opportunity for him. Hope he takes advantage of it. He had a couple big games last season. He did. They upset the Bengals last year, remember? Joe Flacco had a couple big games this season. He was averaging 300 yards a game passing to start the season. All right. Uh, One of our uh, pro tips here is going to be it's Black Friday, Sean. I don't shop. You don't shop. Yeah. But if you're a sports better, you have to shop. And this is something we we can't uh, repeat enough. Uh, because I don't think enough sports bettors do it. A lot of times you just take the number that's uh, up. Uh, they take the most convenient yeah. number instead of taking whatever the time to get a better number. For you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you have to shop. It's imperative to shop for the best number. And one of the games where that's a factor this week is in the Bengals-Titans game. Here at Circus Sports, the Bengals opened minus one. Uh, now they're up to minus three. Uh, if you like the home dog Titans – you want to bet it here at Cirque, you get plus three. Most spots in the market, almost every other spot, Sean, has two and a half on this game. I think you're one of the guys who likes the Titans. Yeah, I am. And okay. I, uh, I actually just put a futures in last week, Matt, on Titans to win the AFC. Like, I just think with Mike Vrabel doesn't get a lot of uh, credit. You know, when you start talking best coach in football, but when you look at what he's done over the last four years, with Ryan Tannehill as his quarterback, mm-hmm. everybody that's had that kind of success has a future Hall of Famer taking the snaps on offense. Right. So the fact that he's been able to do it with a very average quarterback in Ryan Tannehill speaks to how good he is at everything else. And, you know, listen, I think Tennessee is a tough outcome playoff time. They're physical. They just had nine sacks last year in the playoffs versus this same Bengals team. I know Cincinnati invested a little bit in an offensive line, but – Jamar Chase, if he plays, this will be his first game back from dealing with a hip injury. I probably think he sits out because Tennessee is physical. Derrick Henry is running the ball well. Uh, Ryan Tannehill right now is playing good enough. I like Tennessee to win this guy. I think they're, what, they're getting 
two and a half, three. Is that what Tennessee? That's what I just said. Two is and it? a half, three here at Circa, two yeah. and a half at pretty much every other spot. So if you like the Titans, take the three here. Yeah, this is one Circa. of my top plays. I like Tennessee. Uh, Shop I just think for they're the playing best a number. really good brand of football right now. Okay. Well, of course, you know, they've won and covered eight straight. And you know what? They're kind of under the radar because they lost the opener to the Giants. And I think everybody kind of wrote yeah. them off. But that was a game they dominated in the statistical department. They were leading the majority of the game. Giants had to get a late two. But they kind of, hey, they went into Kansas well, City with Malik Willis at quarterback, who's that, nowhere near ready to be a starting right. quarterback. And it was life and death for Kansas City. That was the only game that uh, the Titans lost during this uh, eight-game cover stretch. They won seven uh, of the past eight, and they've covered eight straight. Uh, but I think a lot of people wrote the Titans off because of that week two performance at Buffalo. That was a game where uh, I actually took the Titans on the points. I think it was 10 mm-hmm. in that game and uh, 41 to 7. <laughs> Blowout loss. Derrick Henry able to do nothing. The, the Titans at that point looked like a one dimensional offense because they couldn't make any big plays down the field in the passing game. You know, it, that was Sunday night, right? Um, it was a primetime game. I think uh, it was a 5 yeah, 8 20 game. I was thinking it was a Monday night, but it could have been could Sunday have been night, whatever. Yeah. Doesn't matter. I know it was a blowout. And it was a good was night watching. in Buffalo. <laughs> Forty one to seven. Uh since then though, the the Titans have covered eight straight and a lot of uh betters have been trying to fade this team. Two weeks ago there was a lot of sharp betters on the Broncos against the Titans. Didn't work out so well, did it? No, it did not. Russell Wilson, thanks or no thanks? No thanks. No thanks? No thanks. All right, quick break. At some point here, we hope to have Nigel Seeley checking in from the World Cup because we have action right now in soccer. Aaron Renning is coming up here in about 15 minutes to talk NBA, college football, and NFL. Stay tuned for that. Back here in a couple minutes on Follow the Money. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding he's gonna guard he's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the olympics exactly. he's gonna guard and then on I'm top of it like that, see that ladies and gentlemen please welcome sam cassell to point game i remember you came out from crying tears <laughs> crying tears. i mean he was in a culture shock and then he's, he's going to withdraw us about winning remember what i told you i said i said oh you think i can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. 
Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Get a $10 free bet when you sign up for First Bet, VSEN's preferred horse racing app. Use the code HORSE200 for the $10. Plus, get a 100% match on the first deposit up to $200. With wagering at more than 300 tracks and AI-assisted picks, the First Bet app is the easiest way to bet on your favorite sport with secure payments, attentive customer service, and a reliable website. Details at vcin.com slash horses. Sign up now. All right, Mitch Moss, Paul Howard, off today on Black Friday. Matt Humans and uh, Sean King in here. Sean, we have a loaded guest list today that we're going to get to eventually. <laughs> Nigel Seeley at the World Cup. Aaron Renning, professional uh, better out of Vegas on the NBA. College football in the NFL. Tim Brando from Fox Sports are in college football. And Jimmy Ott of ESPN Radio Baton Rouge also are in college football. Because we have a loaded college uh, football we schedule do. we'll talk about today and Saturday at Rivalry Week. But let's stick in the NFL here for the next uh, several minutes because we have some more quarterback issues and uh, I'd say hot topics on the NFL card here for uh, this week to talk about. And I want to kick it off this segment in Seattle with the Seahawks off the bye. Geno Smith has been one of the uh, best stories of the league up to this point. Russell Wilson, we just talked about a bust in Denver. The Seahawks have won more games than the Broncos. They feel better about their quarterback situation than the Broncos, and they're playing a Raiders team here that's off a win over the Broncos in overtime a week ago. Derek Carr showed up and uh, connected with Devontae Adams to win that game in overtime. Raiders needed that badly. Uh, now they need two in a row. Can they get it, Sean? Seahawks, three-and-a-half-point home favorites, total of 47-and-a-half in Seattle. I love Seattle in this spot. Do you? Um, yeah. That is one of the – Bigger home field advantages, especially as we get to this time of year where mm -hmm. it's cold, it's loud, it's probably going to be a little damp, you know, rain on and off. When you're a team lives in a beautiful weather city like Las Vegas, plays in a dome, I mean, that has an impact. We will see. And listen, 
no one tanks in the National Football League. But if there was ever a scenario, because I root for the Raiders because I live here in Vegas, mm-hmm. Matt, where I hope that they lose because it's in their best interest long term, it's this year. Right now, they have the fourth pick in the draft. They're three and seven. Mm-hmm. Yet the two teams in front of them, second and third, only have three wins as well. They don't have next year's first-round pick because the Packers have it for Devontae Adams. Right. I don't think any of their last four or five first-round picks are still on the team because they were so mismanaged. So they need a high-profile, big-talent asset that's on a team-friendly contract, and the only way to do that is to have you know, one of the top two, three picks in the draft. You'd love for them to be able to get Stroud or Bryce Young. Right take Derek Carr's salary off, get some draft capital back in return for a trade for him and have the pendulum swinging upward as we move into the future. But I do love Seattle from a wagering standpoint in this game. I've heard from a uh, very good source that the uh, Raiders are going to move on from Derek Carr after this season. They structured his contract extension to give them an easy out mm-hmm. after this season. I think it's, uh, what, about a 5 or $6 million cap hit. If uh, they want to move on from Carr, Josh McDaniels, and uh, Mark Davis, uh, the source tells me, are in agreement that uh, this is it for Carr. And he's going to be the fall guy for this Raiders uh, train wreck right now. They're 3-7 and seven as they head to Seattle. Do you agree? Do you think the Raiders are going to part, way with, part ways with Carr? Have you heard the same things I've heard? And uh, what do you do? What's Josh McDaniels do at the quarterback spot if uh, he is going to – Move on from Carr. And this is why I think it's important that they lose. That only works for me if they have the first or second pick in the draft. Which quarterback do you take? Uh, Bryce Young's the better mm-hmm. quarterback, in my opinion. But C.J. Stroud in an offense that has Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro, hopefully a healthy Darren Waller. You know, if they don't have Carr on the books, be interested in what they decide to do with Josh Jacobs, who's having a really good year. So a guy like Stroud is going to be surrounded by talent. He can function in that kind of scenario. It doesn't make sense if they don't have a top-two pick because the Texans and Panthers are going quarterback. Mm -hmm. And I think there's a huge drop-off after Stroud and Bryce Young. But I will say this about Derek Carr. I have not been a big fan of his because I think, at least with the Raiders, we have a very clear understanding where his ceiling is. Sometimes a breakup is best for both parties. And I think maybe Derek having to change the scenery, going somewhere different – Energy is good for him, and I think it's also good for the Raiders. This is what his fourth head coach as a quarterback, so he's been here for a long time. It's never kind of really manifested into what we think it could be. It's always been, ah, let's get rid of him. Then he plays a good game, mm-hmm. and then he kind of goes back to like this ho hum, like music in the elevator type, <laughs> you know, <laughs> situation. So uh, I think it's the right move, but. It's only the right move if they have the first or second pick. All right, so what's that do to the Devontae Adams dynamic if you do part ways with Carr because Devontae Adams came to the Raiders to play with Carr? Well, I think when you look at the success that uh, Josh McDaniels had with Mac Jones as a rookie last year, it makes you feel better about Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud. And I think if we're being honest and we listen to the comments that uh, Devontae Adams made, I think after the Jacksonville game, he's not going to be running in the office saying keep Carr. You don't think so? No. He came here because of Derek Carr. I think he came here to get that bag. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't just about the money? It was always about the money. <laughs> that was about Derek Carr, his feelings for his buddy from college. <laughs> and the money was That just, made the you know, narrative perfect. work. <laughs> well, 
it's going to be interesting because I think the best quarterback in college football right now is not going to be eligible for this draft. And it's Caleb Williams yeah. at USC. You but they don't so? have a. Yeah, I agree. Oh, okay. I think he's the most talented. I think Bryce Young is the most proven. The thing about Bryce Young that bothers me a little bit, and uh, I think he's an incredible player. He's probably going to who you would end up drafting. He's slightly built. Yeah, he is, and I think he's uh, not a real running threat either. Well, but he's very functionally mobile. He's mobile, but he's not yeah. he's not a Justin Fields type, that's for sure, right? He, he's accurate. He has a quick release. His anticipation is off the charts. His football IQ, I think, yeah. is a sky like, high. I, I, if you could add him to what the Raiders <laughs> have, I, I mean, I think you feel good about it. Plus, I always say this about, you know, size and stature, that position in 2022, because of the rule changes, I mean, you can't really hit right. the quarterback. So long as he's not... QB slash running back like uh, Justin Fields is, he yeah. probably you know can avoid injury. Yeah, I agree with that part. It's just when I watch him, I'm like, man, he's so skinny he and, yeah. and slight. Tua, Tua's not very big, and right now Miami surrounded Tua with a mm-hmm. a bunch of top talent, and Tua is what third choice right now in the MVP futures market. You know, I'm going to ask you about another quarterback here in a minute, but let's uh, move on to a different game. So you like the Seahawks laying the three and a half against the Raiders? I do. Uh, are you going to play the Rams-Chiefs game? Matthew Stafford is not going to play for the Rams. He's uh, out with it. It's not because of a concussion. I think it's a neck injury uh, more than anything that's going to keep Stafford out of this game. The Rams reeling right now. How about this? Defending Super Bowl champs catching <laughs> 15 and a half. And a couple books out there, I see 16. 15 and a half, 16-point underdogs at Kansas City. Yeah, you know, so a man's got to have a code, man. And, and when it comes to NFL, I, I'm not laying 15 and a half, 16 no, points never, in any scenario. No. But then I'm not backing a Rams team that I think is fully checked out on the 2022 season. No Stafford, no Cooper Cup. Like the rest of those guys in the locker room, those vets know. Aaron Donald's probably like, I knew I should have retired. <laughs> well, he came back for the money, Sean. <laughs> he did. Yeah. He did. But I, I'm not backing the Rams, but I don't trust the Chiefs. At this number, I, I just I don't know where their motivation is to, to blow out the Rams. I'll just sit this one out. Rams, by the way, one and six in their last seven games. You look at this number; it's tempting to take the fifteen and a half, and then you uh, look at the Rams personnel and you you consider that they've uh, probably packed it in, and it's yeah. not so appealing. And it's a cross conference game; it's not a division game, like you know. So I'm I'm I'm, I'm cool. Yeah, I'm going to pass on that one as well. Uh, let's talk about one more. I have the Packers packed it in. And I've been a big Jalen Hurts uh, proponent. I was talking him up all summer, and a lot of people were scoffing at me. Uh, but I think Hurts has answered all the critics. Philadelphia is six-and-a-half-point favorite. Eagles are plateauing a little bit. I think they peaked early in the season. They are playing great football. Man, it happens. You have peaks and valleys over the course of a long season. Don't panic. Uh, but have the Packers packed it in. They're catching six and a half at Philly on Sunday night. I love the Packers in this spot. I think what we're finding out and seeing with uh, Philly, Matt, I know we only got about a minute here, is now people have a lot more film on what Nick Suriani is trying to do. A lot of unknowns coming into this year mm-hmm. with the addition of A.J. Brown, uh, how they were going to utilize A.J., what they were really going to do with Jalen Hurts. Now people have that film, and I think they're making it a little more difficult on Philly, adding the fact that that run defense still is not stellar, even – after the first week with uh, Indomitian Sue and Linval, Joseph added, so teams can keep the ball away from Philly. I like Green Bay to cover this number. Aaron Jones, uh, 
Dylan, I think they have a big game for the Are Packers. Are the Packers still highly motivated? Because a lot of people think, well, they're done. They packed it in. I think their pride is still involved. Okay. I'm, I'm inclined to take the points with Aaron Rodgers and the Pack on Sunday night, too. Uh, seven more attractive than six and a half, but that's where the number sits right now. Guest update. Aaron Renning on deck. Nigel Seeley uh, in about 20 minutes, so stay tuned. <laughs> This is Follow the Money on VSIN. All right, if you're like Sean King and your life is all about soccer, face them up and head to Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. With the World Cup in full swing, it's the perfect time to check out Bet Rivers. Log in to Bet Rivers for every single match and get a free $10 bet on match day when you place a wager of at least $25. Bet Rivers has all the latest. Odds, lines, and boosts to create the perfect match day experience. Again, go to BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app today to get in on the World Cup action. Nigel Seeley with us in 15 minutes from Qatar. Aaron Renning from Las Vegas, professional sports better, joins us now. ER, hope you had a great Thanksgiving. I imagine late last night you're busy capping the NBA card. The association, 14 games here on Black Friday. Yeah, absolutely. Good to be with you guys. Certainly happy Thanksgiving uh, weekend to everyone. Boy, it's uh, one of the best betting weekends, long weekend of the year. But you're right, Matt. I, I always like that uh, no thanks, or I'm sorry, no NBA on Thanksgiving. But yeah, you get the big card on Wednesday and Friday surrounding it. I think you were like uh, Sean King and I. You got a little bit fortunate with the Cowboy, with the Giants and the over yesterday, right? How was your Thanksgiving from a football perspective? Well, I'll tell you what, the uh, turkey and the mashed potatoes and gravy tasted a heck of a lot better <laughs> after, after the Giants uh, scored that touchdown. Yeah. So, you know, I have to say it hasn't been my year in football, but uh, that certainly helps. Aaron, hashtag never in doubt, brother. Never yeah. in doubt. There's no sweat about that one. All right, you're going to talk football with Sean King here in a minute. And uh, I want to start with you and tip it off in the association I think the Cleveland Cavaliers have surprised some people. They're twelve and six. They've won four in a row. Cavs are at Milwaukee uh, today. I see a total of uh, two sixteen, two seventeen on this game. The Bucks two and a half, three point home favorites. How are you going to play the Cavs Bucks game? Uh, yeah, I mean, great game, guys. I mean, this is uh, the marquee game of the night uh, in the NBA, as you mentioned. Both teams doing well. Cleveland twelve and six straight up, but also. 12 and 6 against the spread. They started out really well. And then they hit that little lull. Uh, head coach uh, calls them out, uh, fat cats, etc. And boy, they've really came on and, and really tuned in, I think, defensively more than anything uh, since uh, they were called out. But they've came back with some really strong efforts uh, since then. Right now, four straight wins, four straight covers. Uh, three of those games going under the total, but they've held the opposition with. Uh, the last three games, 96, 102, and 87. Also, with you know, Levert's out for this game. Uh, Kevin Love's out. So it takes away a little bit uh, from this team uh, offensively. Meanwhile, the Bucks, uh, you know, once again, just trying to get through the regular season. Chris Middleton uh, not available yet. Uh, Giannis has sat out a couple games. Drew Holiday as well. You know, when I... <laughs> 
evaluate this team in the preseason, guys, you know, up and down this roster, uh, they are just full of plus defenders, which uh, doesn't happen a lot in today's uh, NBA. But, uh, again, you know, Holiday, Hill, Carter, uh, the exception probably Grayson Allen, but obviously Giannis, uh, Brooke Lopez back in the fold of the regular season. So uh, I think two teams that are, you know, can be top seven, top five uh, from a, a defensive perspective. The Bucks haven't played uh, with quite as uh, fast tempo as well. Cleveland happy to play kind of a slow game. So I'm going to go under the total uh, in this one tonight. All right. Got a couple more plays here in the association. And uh, it's surprising to me, really surprising to see Golden State at 9 and 10 right now, 1 and 9 on the road. But tonight the Warriors are at home. The Utah Jazz 12 and 8. I know a lot of people thought the Jazz are going to be uh, rebuilding uh, this season, but right now having a better season. Jazz catching seven or seven and a half at Golden State, total of uh, 239 and a half here at Circus Sports. Yeah, two teams I've been able to profit off pretty good so far this season. I've been fading Golden State just about as much as possible. They seem, or they, they kind of want to pull out of it uh, the slump here, uh, winning three of their last four. Uh, and, you know, the one loss against New Orleans, they sat everybody out, uh, scored 83 points uh, in that game. So it, they're slowly turning around. I think defensively they're still uh, finding it, having uh, issues with them. I was on with Paulie and Mitch a couple weeks ago. I talked about uh, how I've been riding uh, the Utah Jazz. I think they covered that night since then. They haven't been so good, too. Uh, and five against the spread. So coming back to earth to a certain degree, they're missing by Conley. Kind of the heart and soul of this team right now, the one constant uh, really from last season. So he's out, hurts them a little bit. But with that said, I'm going to go to the well one more time. Uh, I'm going to go with the Jazz here plus the points, uh, see if they can get inside the number. All right, give me a 30-second handicap on this uh, Blazers-Knicks game before Sean King hits you up on the NFL you're playing the dog. Uh, you're taking the points with the Blazers, right? Uh, yes, I am. I'm, I'm on Portland here. I mean, this is a very tough spot for the Knicks off a five-game road trip out west at Utah, Denver, Golden State, Phoenix, wrapped it up against Oklahoma City the other night. Uh, come home, uh, I guess, Tuesday night, have Thanksgiving, obviously, and then got to come back uh, on their home court. Always kind of a tricky situation. Portland, uh, without Lillard, uh, but uh, they've been playing pretty good defense, so I'm going to give them a roll here plus points. Uh, as we move to the National Football League, we have Aaron Renning here, professional capper here in Vegas. You can follow him on Twitter at ERSports1. If there was ever an example of why the NFL, I think, needs to expand the rosters, it's Chargers cards. I mean, the guys on the injured list, or that list is longer than maybe the guys that are going to be on the sideline, but the cards do get Kyler Murray Back, It does seem like Keenan Allen is finally healthy for the Chargers. I think Mike Williams and that ankle will be a game-time decision. But you like a side or a total in Chargers versus Cards? Yeah, Sean, I like this. Uh, I like a total in this one. And I'm going to like this one over the total. You mentioned the depleted roster here. Certainly uh, the Chargers, from a defensive standpoint, have missed bowls. They have a hard time pressuring the quarterback. You could just see this team's defense. Uh, really wilt down the, the stretch the last couple of games uh, for the most part. And, you know, Herbert, for the, you know, the, the quarterback here for the Chargers uh, obviously got banged up early in the season uh, with that rib injury, whatever exactly it was, uh, I think against Kansas City in that game, was not mm-hmm. definitely not the same quarterback 
coming back. I mean, it, it took him uh, a good three, you know, two, three, four weeks, maybe a month. But I, I thought he looked much, much better here uh, the last couple of weeks against San Francisco and Kansas City. You mentioned Keenan Allen back. Certainly helps him uh, from the wide receiver position to give him some weapons. So I think there's offense. Uh, is looking up Arizona. I mean, boy, this is a this is a tough situation uh, for the Cardinals. Obviously, off that uh, Mexico game on Monday Night Football, come back here and note also three division games uh, off the games against Seattle, uh, the Rams, and San Francisco. And we've we've had all these division games go under the total low scoring this year. Uh, ironically, uh, all three of those games for Arizona have gone over the total. Uh, and, and you mentioned Kyler Murray, hopefully uh, back in the fold. Uh, of course, they get Hopkins back uh, about three weeks ago, maybe get Brown back as well. So um, I think it's going to be uh, a little bit of a rejuvenate, rejuvenation on offense. So I like this game over the total. I know one person who hopes you're right, and that's uh, Chargers head coach Brandon Staley. A lot of reports out there that Sean Payton is eyeing that Chargers job if he decides to turn to the sideline. Uh the next game we're going to talk about is Colts Steelers, and I just got to say this: the Steelers kind of it irks me because Mike Tomlin had like this really cool stat: never under five hundred as a head coach of the Steelers. And listen, if if they get above five hundred, sitting at three and seven, they give him coach of the year. Well, who do you like in Colts versus Steelers? Yeah, I've been on the Colts the last couple of weeks with the coaching change. I'm going to let it ride uh, once again: two and zero at least against the spread, one and one straight up. Um, but, you know, they, they obviously needed some sort of spark, some sort of change. I like the move back to Matt Ryan at the quarterback position. I mean, a lot for this game kind of comes down to, you know, the pressure uh, that the Steelers create or not create uh, on Ryan uh, at the quarterback position. Uh, you know, he, he struggled with pressure. The, the offensive line has given it up. But you know, the Steelers have just not been able to generate pressure whatsoever. I think the 30th. Uh, in the NFL, T.J. Watt back last week, boy, it just didn't seem to help them. I mean, they give up 37 to Cincinnati uh, on their home field, so that was uh, disappointing, not a great sign moving forward. And uh, Rookie quarterback here on the road, Colts basically just got a win, so take another shot here with the Colts. Man, that's why I love America. Listen, people are back in Jeff Saturday with a guy <laughs> named PlayStation Parks calling the plays. I love it. Aaron, man, go get you hey, some of those leftovers. Oh, what? Yeah. One more to hit on okay. real quick. College football. Oh, we got about 30 seconds for this one, okay. DR. You and I on the same page here. Wisconsin minus three against Minnesota. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to be impressed with anything Minnesota's done all season long. Uh, just not that impressive. They have lost the big games. Boy, a tough one last week to lose pretty much at the buzzer uh, against uh, Iowa. Lose all hope uh, here in this conference. Meanwhile, uh, Wisconsin had the. Yeah, I did not like this team coming into the season. I, I like the move to get rid of Chris. I think they're playing for Leonard in this game. Yep. So, see if we get a Wisconsin game uh, or Wisconsin run away with it here. I like it. I'm on it too. Aaron Renning, follow him on Twitter at er sports one. Er, thanks for the time, man. Appreciate it. Great stuff. You bet. Thanks, guys. All right, Nigel Seeley on deck. Back here in a couple minutes on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Follow the Money on VSIN. All right, it's a day after Turkey Day, but how about this Black Friday deal? You can score with VSIN, the new VSIN Pro annual subscribers get a $30 credit to the VSIN store. That and a lot more. This is a limited time Black Friday offer. Sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday. Get vsin.com slash subscribe. All right, let's get to Nigel Seeley. He is at the World Cup. During the break, Sean King's trying to figure out scenarios to get the USA to the next stage. I said, man, don't lose any sleep over that, trying to figure that out. Nigel, how about the uh, England-USA game today? Do you think it's going to be one-sided? Well, first of all, happy Thanksgiving for you, everyone, you yesterday. All my friends in America and followers saying, have you had a lovely day with your friends and family? 
But that's that, today is a different day. I don't want you to have a good day today. I don't want you to have any fun today. <laughs> I want you to be miserable. I want England to win tonight. Uh, joking aside, I think that the, the American football team this evening, the soccer team, has got to be play the game of their life if they're going to challenge England. Uh, the form line from the first match, we saw the Americans play really, really well in, in the first half against Wales. And we've just seen Wales lose 2-0 to Iran, which is a team that uh, England's put six past. So the form line doesn't look very good. The only thing I would say is that England probably you know, can go in a little bit more relaxed this evening, knowing that uh, a win will see them through as, as group winners. A draw is probably a good result for them as well. But for the American perspective, uh, even if they lose to England tonight, they can go into the final game against Iran, knowing they can beat Iran and they progress through to the last 16 which is probably not a bad position. I think the American fans would, would like that, have a shot in the last game against the group minnow. So um, for the betting tonight, I think it's going to be quite an entertaining game. I think that the one thing about the England soccer side is however good they are going forward, and in four positions, they probably are one of the best teams in the competition. They do have problems defensively. Um, their defence is quite slow, quite, and I think the Americans have got a lot of speed in their offence that could cause the English problems. Uh, I'm not 100% certain about the English goalkeeper. He's a big game player, plays very, very well, but I'm not 100% certain about it. And I think if the Americans play with a very high tempo tonight, I think they can score against England. Um, so for me, being an Englishman who works on an American television show with you guys, um, the best thing for me to do is to have a bet on both teams to score, yes. <laughs> it's very impartial. I can cheer on the result and everyone can cash on a winner if there's goals. But I think it's a game that there could be goals. I, I, I would mm -hmm. expect England to have too much quality. Um, and I think they can win the game by making tactical substitutions in the second half and the Americans are going to get quite tired. Um, but I think England's extra strength in their squad is the big difference here. So uh, I'm expecting a good game, an entertaining game. But I think England will just edge it. Uh, but I do think both teams will score Nigel, right here at Circus Sports, totals two and a, two and a half, over minus uh, 105, England minus 210 to win, and the draw plus 330. So I'm thinking you were, you're were you going to say play England and over two and a half? I probably would. I, I, think, that, I, I think England will win tonight. I, I, I think they've just got too much quality. But yeah. I do feel that the Americans, if, if the, the tactic the Americans have to go is that you've got one shot. You've got to go at it. There's no point in paying any respect to the English. If you pay them respect and you sit back, it's what the, the Iranians did, and they can put six past you. You've got to go at them because England do have frailties in defensive positions. Uh, the central defence, Harry Maguire and John Stones, they're not top-level defenders uh, for me. And I think they've got, to, they've, got to, they've got to play no respect and really go at it. And if they can get a draw, they're in a great position going into the final game knowing they can progress through. But um, I think the way the group has panned out for the Americans, they have a shot, whatever happens tonight, of getting through to the last 16. And I think if you ask any uh, USA soccer fan or any better, if you, if you had a shot in the last game against Iran, you would be very happy and you'd be confident of your chances. So, um, yeah, I think England will win. I'm, pro I'm looking at probably 2-1, 3-1 to England. But I think it'll be quite quite tight in the first half. But I think as the game goes on, England's extra extra quality and and the players they can bring off the substitute defence to change it up a bit uh, will will get get them over the line. Nigel, going into the initial match versus Wales, I'm a person I'm trying to find anytime goal scorers or 
I heard a lot about Christian Pulisic, plays for Chelsea. But I really came away from that game really impressed by Timothy Weah. He was the guy that seemed like his skill, creativity, touch was on the level of some of the higher skilled players that I see at France, England, Brazil. It, can I kind of back him maybe to, to find the, the back of the net in this contest? Um, I think, well, first of all, I think he's a long way off some of the top players in European football. I think he's, he's, a, he's a good young talent. His father, George Weir, obviously had a huge uh, career playing in uh, in AC Milan and some of the top clubs in, in European football. Uh, he's nowhere near as good as his father was, but he's got potential. The one thing he has got is his pace. And I feel that the Americans, their best chance of beating England is with pace. And obviously, when you when you get pace on you, you can give free kicks in dangerous positions. You can give penalties. There have been an awful lot of penalties in this World Cup. The referees have been giving penalties, uh, giving penalties away and issuing penalties. So I think that that raw pace can bring in. But I think if you're looking for a goal threat, uh, Pulisic has to be the best bet because he's going to be the person on those set pieces. So, but I thought Pulisic had a very poor game in the first match against Wales, and I'd be very disappointed from an American perspective because they were excellent in the first half. They should have been 2-0 up. They should have put the game to bed in the first half. They should have been sitting here with a with a win. But in the second half, the Welsh made a couple of substitutions. And what they did is they put a big, big centre forward on and they ruffled the Americans. And the Americans didn't know really how to cope with that. England don't have that. Harry Kane comes deep. They've got a much more uh, a young sort of uh, pace uh, players who are more tactical rather than a big unit. So... Um, I think there's positives to take from the American side here. Uh, and the positives will be if you can get one-on-one situations with England's defenders from the central point of view, uh, positions, uh, Harry Maguire, John Stones, then you have a chance. And I would be pushing uh, as much ball as I can through to get that pace onto those defenders to give them a chance, which can create penalties and free kicks. But, um, you know, uh, I think that, um, that just uh, World Cups, when you get to World Cups, and you get to big tournaments like this, it's not the 11 players on the team that win it. It's the 24 you've got or the 26 you've got in your squad that you can change, you can rotate. And I think England's extra quality in just that, how many world-class players they have who can change a game up and change their system completely uh, gives them a huge advantage over teams like the Americans. And, you know, I don't mean this to be derogatory, but the the teams that aren't amongst the sort of top 10, the elite teams in international football. And that's a perfect segue, Nigel, because I was about to mention, you know, Coach Greg Berhalter has kind of come under some, you know, real criticism here because he has a player that seems to be full of talent in Gio Reyna, son of Claudio Reyna, who did not play in the match versus Wales. What can you tell us about your evaluation of Gio Reyna and where he's currently at? To be fair, I, I wouldn't be the best person to ask about that. But the one thing that you do find in European, in World Cups and in European Championships is that players come on uh, as the tournament progresses and, and, they, and the team that starts at the beginning might not be the same. The roster may change all the way through the tournament. So if it, it, it's, an, it's an opportunity for these American players tonight to put themselves in the shot window on a world stage. You know, players that I'm not familiar with, you know, I'm not going to make out, I'm not going to tell you I know anything about the American team. I, I have a very limited amount of the American sides. Uh, on the Bet Rivers work we do, we have a, a fantastic couple of guys who cover the MLS. It's not really one of the leagues that I cover. So for me, I think it's a great option. You've got to, you're, you're a young man, you're 22, you're at a World Cup. 
and you're playing England in a group stage, these opportunities don't come around. So some unearthed talent could come through. The world is watching and you can get a big money move to the Premier League or to a German League or, or something like that. So it's a great opportunity for the Americans. I expect them to come out full steam ahead. I expect the tempo to be high tempo. And I expect the one thing you will find with the Americans is that they'll play their hearts out and give it 120%. Whether they have the quality to beat England or match England or go toe-to-toe with England over 90 minutes, I worry for them. But I do think tonight, <laughs> and I do think they tonight, that the Americans will score a goal. It could be if England are 2-0 up and they may be a little bit complacent, but I do think you will have something to celebrate this evening. And hopefully if anyone cashes a ticket on both teams to score, it's good for everybody. All right, that's Nigel Seeley live from the World Cup in Qatar. Uh, Nigel, in the final 40 seconds, what else is on your betting radar as we look ahead? Uh, I mean, we've got a game coming up in a minute. We've got uh, Holland, who are playing in their game against Ecuador. I think that may be uh, a possibly decent match. I think a draw would suit both sides. Uh, I'll be on tomorrow giving you some picks tomorrow. So there's two games to go. Uh, I think uh, Holland against Ecuador, I would expect goals in that, over two and a half goals. And uh, England tonight against uh, the Americans, over two and a half. Maybe a nice parlay. So I think there's going to be some goals. The World Cup games have been quite... Low scoring, you know, after the heroics we had in the opening couple of games. So they're going back to the norm now, the tradition. But I think there could be some goals today. Both teams are over two and a half goals in a pile of room, I bet. But anyway, everyone enjoy it. And hopefully England and America both qualify for the knockout stages. All right. Hey, thanks a lot, man. Appreciate you making time for us today. No problem. Take care. Nigel Seeley from the World Cup. Sean King wrote down those plays. Uh, He's going to be firing bets right now on the app. He's jumping on the app to fire those bets. Tim Brando. Jimmy Ott in the final hour. Stay tuned. It's game time, baby. And you're just lying there watching on the couch? Uh Uh-uh, that's not going to cut it. You need to get in the game with Bet Rivers Sportsbook. There you go. Now you're live in the action. Live in game bets. Live player props. And live player props. And live player props. And live player props. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.